was wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. You're wrong. I wasn't just wrong. I was so wrong. You could not be more wrong. You could try, but you would not be successful. I have said many times before on this show, and I will say it again. When I'm wrong, I will tell you that I'm wrong. And I was wrong. I was wrong about how things would play out in the House of Representatives. I recorded a, uh, an episode talking about how I figured that uh, uh, the, the, the vote would go through, how I figured that McCarthy would uh, seek help from the Democrats and get help from the Democrats such that the Democrats would have him under their thumb, as if that would make any difference in how he did things anyway. And that the vote would uh, end with uh, Matt Gates and the uh, MAGA Republicans losing. But that it would also show that uh, it would show who the rhinos in Congress, in the House, really are. They would be showing their asses uh, just like the uh, rhinos in Austin recently did with the uh, Ken Paxton uh, impeachment. So that's what I thought was going to happen. I really, really, truly thought that that's how it was going to play out. By all rights, that ha that's how it should have played out. Again, like I said, um, the way that I view these predictions is, is like those uh, hurricane models where you've got the hurricane and, and, and then the predictive model uh, goes out and in kind of a narrow uh, area and that it expands the further out in time that you go. And uh, boy, I'm, I got to tell you, I thought I had that one nailed. And and by all rights, as far as I can tell by by my analysis, I should have been right. But doggone it, I was I was wrong. I was like way wrong. Um, the Democrats, first of all. Um, McCarthy did not seek help from the Democrats, and the Democrats decided that it would be better for them politically if they all voted against McCarthy. And and I'm I'm surprised at that, but I'm not surprised at it. The reason that I'm not surprised at it is because that's just the way the Democrats are. I think that they felt and and the Democrats, like the rhinos, or Diablos, as uh, uh, Dr. Steve Turley likes to call them, and I like that even better, that's Democrats in all but label, um, they only see things through the Washington, D.C. lens. So they get their information entirely and exclusively from CNN, MSNBC, CNBC, if they're still around, I'm not sure, but you get it, the worm tongue media, that's, that's all they get their information from. And so it's very possible that the Democrats saw this as a, an attempt to uh, portray what was going on within the Republican ranks 
as uh, complete turmoil and that, you know, uh, they would somehow be able to make political hay out of it, which is very short-sighted on their part. Uh, speaking from uh, a political strategy point of view, if I was a Democrat and if I was a Democrat leader, I would have jumped at the opportunity to save McCarthy's tail and in so doing, making him uh, beholden to the Democrats. Again, that wouldn't change a whole lot in his behavior, but I just, I don't get why the Democrats did what they did. Um, that is something I'm going to be looking very closely at. I'm going to be watching the Democrats a lot closer. And again, it could just be that, that they're, they, the Democrats, decided that they were going to join together with the uh, establishment rhino scumbag Diablo Republicans, the, the Republicans who are members of the D.C. cartel, and in uh, trying to tar the conservative MAGA Republicans. And that may be what they're up to, because again, they still have this idea in their head that this kind of thing is going to, in some way, shape, or form, damage the MAGA movement, damage Trump, and by extension, and more to the point, damage we, the people, and our attempt to regain control of this completely out-of-control, unconstitutional, illegal federal government. That's a distinct possibility. And, uh, gosh, I hope that that's what they... I hope that's what it is. Because if it is, that indicates that they are so completely and amazingly tone-deaf to what's going on within America uh, that they're going to get steamrolled uh, which, you know, that's what's happening with the Trump thing. I mean, they figured that, you know, if they threw enough, if they indicted him one time, they figured that would be enough, but it wasn't enough. So they figure we'll indict him again and indict him again and indict him again. I think it's four or five now. And they figured that that would stop him. But all it's done is bolster him in the polls and made him bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where even now Hillary Clinton has admitted that he's going to be the nominee. There's no question. And so now the Democrats are left with uh, trying to uh, take him off the uh, the voting uh, rolls, taking him off the ballot in various uh, states, which is going to fail or not going to be effective. Uh, it's already started to fail. I believe that the uh, Supreme Court's already struck down one attempt uh, at that in one state. But even if they manage to do it in certain states, the only states that they're going to be able to do it in are states that they were going to win anyway. So it's not going to be overly effective, which means they're going to have to try something a lot more drastic. And that's a discussion for another episode. Uh, anyway, back to my being wrong. Um, the vote came down and I'll be doggone if Matt Gates and and the MAGA people 
didn't win. I mean, they won. And and they took out. I was floored. I was uh, fixing to go to bed last night. Um, had to go to bed early. I was feeling terrible. I've got, as, as I speak to you now, I've got a, a, a stomach bug kind of thing going on. So I feel like garbage. However, I didn't want to let this pass. Uh, they won. And this has had uh, a very interesting effect. Now, the vote did indeed expose the rhinos. But the response has done an even better job of exposing the rhinos. Not only are they showing their asses, but they are going out of their way to show their asses. And and it reminds me of the strategy that Hollywood has had since 2016 uh, of um, when, when they are unsuccessful, going out and blaming the fans, the people upon whom they rely for a living. They go out and insult them, call them racist, call them bigots, call them rednecks, call them various phobes, whatever. That's what the rhinos are doing right now. And of course, that's what the Democrats have been doing for a long time. And somehow they imagine in their heads that this is going to endear them to us and make us go, oh gosh, I guess they're right. Maybe we should think like they do. Maybe we should join the hive mind. Maybe we should plug in and tune out. But that's not going to happen. Another probability is that they think that uh, that that we are so few that they can get away with insulting us and make uh, the people who are on the fence uh, join them. And in, 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 by insulting us, the, the people who are on defen- the fence, the independents and, and the uh, moderates, uh, will go, oh, well, I don't want to be uh, insulted by uh, the, the, uh, my congressmen and stuff like that and these high-profile politicians, so uh, I'm going to side with them. I don't want to be seen as a, a bigot or a racist or a redneck or a white supremacist or whatever they want to call us at that point in time. Well, I'm just going to vote, uh, vote the, the way that the establishment people want me to vote. That's, uh, they, they, either way, either way, they vastly, uh, underestimate what is going on, what is actually going on in this country. And I've got a couple of, uh, got a couple of examples here. And, and I was very, uh, heartened to see this. Like I said, what's happening right now caught me by surprise like you wouldn't believe, you know, I was again fixing to go to bed and I looked <laughs> I looked on Instagram first. I was just, you know, check my Instagram and then go to bed and then I saw what was going on. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Has, has this happened? So I switched over to X and I start going through X and I'm like, holy crap, this is actually happening. This is going down right now. And so I started scrolling. I started looking for specific things and doggone it, I found them. Um and and the specific things that I look for, actually, I didn't even have to look very hard. They they just jumped right out at me. It's it's like they were chomping at the bit 
to try to come out and, and hit uh, social media, specifically X. Uh, and, and again, they think that X is representative of what's actually going on in this country. They think that all of the liberal bots, all of the, and, and screw the liberal bots, honestly, the Democrats have gone so far left that they're not really worth that much of a thought. The people that I'm paying most attention to are the uh, donor class, rhino, diablo, scumbag, corrupt Republicans, the ones that we need to clean out of the Republican Party and, and issue them forward so that they can join the, the moderate Democrats in maybe creating a new Democrat Party. But, but we need to get rid of these people, these, these neocons, these warmongers uh, who are bent on stealing our money and 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 laundering it through places like Ukraine so that they can have more money and power. We need to get rid of these people. And, and so that's who I pay attention to. And these are the people who they think that the little DeSantis bots that are on uh, X are representative of uh, the actual people, we the people, and, and what we want and what we think. And they're not. What's what's really funny is they they're the ones that are putting those bots out there, and at the same time, they're they're falling for the fact that there are so many of them out there. Oh, see that that really shows you know how people feel. No, no, those are paid bots. They're shills. You're paying for them, those shills out there. But that's not representative of what's going on. What's representative of what's going on is what happened yesterday. So here we've got a couple. Um, the first one is actually a response to uh, to a a uh, an establishment scumbag shill. And yes, I am calling Newt Gingrich an establishment scumbag, Rhino Diablo shill. He is a remnant of the Bush regime. He is a remnant of the neocons and he needs to shut the hell up. Anyway, uh, this is from Joey Manorino. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, but Joey Manorino, who it looks like he is a representative in the House of Representatives because it says Joey Manorino U.S. Uh, and it says, Newt Gingrich is calling the eight Republicans who voted to oust McCarthy as traitors and calling for them to be removed from public life. What the hell? I'll tell you what the hell, Joey. What the hell is that he's showing his ass? He is showing that he cannot stand up logically and reasonably against the argument for the removal of McCarthy. And so what is he doing? He is doing the exact same thing as the Democrats do, proving himself to be a leftist just as much as they are, despite what he says. He is proving himself to be just as much of a leftist, 
by suggesting that those people be removed. Well, if, if you can't out-argue somebody, if you cannot logically reason with somebody and make them see that they are wrong and make them perhaps change their minds, then that means that there is something wrong with your argument. That doesn't mean there's something wrong with them. It means there's something wrong with your argument. It means you're wrong. And so the only uh, recourse that you have is to remove the opposition. Okay? And that's what he's talking about. Silence the opposition. Censorship. That is exactly what he is suggesting here. And he, of course, is not the only one. There are others. For example, one of the longest-running and perhaps the best, the quintessential rhino, the quintessential Diablo. Before him, the number one scumbag piece of garbage rhino in Congress was without a doubt John McCain. And this guy was John McCain's little lapdog puppy. And now he is the John McCain in the Senate. I'm talking, of course, about none other than Lindsay Scumbag Rhino Diablo Graham. Establishment I mean, just just the quintessential establishment guy right now. And he says, Before today, Republicans were unified and working together to push Democrats to accept real border security. There is, be, there is nothing, absolutely nothing, true about that statement. Because of the chaos in the House today, it makes it harder to talk about the failed Biden presidency and address our broken southern border. All right, let me explain what this gumbag piece of garbage is doing here. First of all, there is not a single statement, not a single syllable in that tweet that is in any way, shape, or form true. Not even a little bit. Not even a teeny, teeny, tiny bit. Not, not a bit. Okay? He, the, 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 the Democrats and the Republican rhino scumbag pieces of garbage are both 100% dedicated to leaving the border open. And the reason that they are 100% dedicated to leaving the border open is because they want to force demographic change on red states, specifically Texas. They want to overwhelm Texas. And if they can turn Texas blue, then it's over for the rest of the country. If Texas goes, the rest of the United States is gone forever, for good, permanently. That is what they want. They want a wide open border. That and the fact that they're mega donors 
in these massive corporations want the slave labor. They want access to the slave labor coming across the border because they don't want to pay what Democrats call a living wage to Americans. And I'm not saying that I'm a a proponent, by the way, of the whole living wage thing or the minimum wage or any of that stuff. I am a 100% free market guy. And I don't think that minimum wage should exist. But that's not the point. You see, when you have illegals flooding across the border willing to work for hardly any money whatsoever, it forces the wages down for Americans. So what do you have to do? You have to close the border and stop the slave labor from coming across. That's what has to be done. He's talking out of his ass here. He has absolutely, and the Republican rhino Diablo scumbags have no intention whatsoever of doing anything about securing the border. And this is another one of my pet peeves that McCarthy was doing all the time, but won't be doing anymore, at least not as loudly as he was or as as, to much effect as he was doing it, stating that the Biden, uh, the Biden policy at the border is incompetence. It is not incompetence. It is malice, 100% malicious, just like them. They want to turn the red states blue. They want to specifically turn Texas blue by allowing an invasion into Texas. That's what they want. Okay? So, all of this stuff about, oh, we were just about to, we were that close to securing the border. Oh, we were so close this time. We were going to do it. If they were going to secure the border, they would have done it A long time ago, long time ago, they had many, 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 many opportunities. They could have done it under Trump, but they fought him. So no, no, Mr. Graham, you're completely full of crap. Just like the rest of you rhino scumbags, completely full of crap that you were, oh, we were going to secure the board. No, you weren't. You got no intention of securing the border. And so what he's trying to do here is saying, oh, well, this stuff that's happening in the House is is destroying our unity and it's destroying our ability to work with the Democrats and reach across party lines and reach across the aisle so that we can create a, a, a unified bipartisan um, response to the crisis at the border. Their response to the crisis at the border and their unified idea for the crisis at the border is to allow as many freaking illegals as they can into the United States, grant them amnesty, grant them citizenship so that they can become voters. That's what they want. And the reason they're doing this is because they have been losing the left, specifically has been losing the black and Hispanic vote. They don't have, because the blacks and Hispanics are no longer content to be on their plantation, their intellectual plantation. I hate to call it that. Their philosophical plantation. They're no longer willing to do that because they're starting to realize we've been voting for you a-holes for decades. 
and nothing has changed. You've just been using us and abusing us. And that's true. And so now they're starting to come to and they're starting to vote. Uh, well, they're starting to vote MAGA is what's happening. And so these rhino scumbags and these Democrat scumbags, these cartel, DC cartel scumbags, require a new infusion of a permanent voter base. And the only way they can do that is to bring in tens of millions of illegals, grant them amnesty, grant them citizenship, and let them and make them voters. That's their plan. So, so the BS flag is out on Lindsey Graham. I'm telling you, that's what Lindsey Graham is talking about. But he's not the only scumbag out there. No, no. There's one more. And this guy is one of my least favorite scumbags. I despise this guy. And one of the reasons I despise this guy is because, technically speaking, he's a brother. He's a brother from the Navy, kind of. Who am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about the scumbag, and, and he's a fellow Texan, which makes it even worse. The scumbag Dan Crenshaw. The scumbag Dan Crenshaw posts, If you're voting with every single Democrat in the House to oust a Republican speaker, it's not about winning for your constituents. It's not about winning for conservatives. Based on all the fundraising emails we are seeing, it's only about personal attention. There are people who fight for you and people who fight for your attention. Big difference. Durr. All right, dummy Dan Crenshaw. Actually, he's not stupid. He too is malicious. He too is malicious. And I don't know the guy personally. I don't know the guy personally, but I know enough about him from some of his brothers in the SEAL teams that I know I don't like him. He's just as bad as McCain. Just as bad, if not worse, than McCain. So he is worse than McCain, and the only thing that makes him worse than McCain, just that I can think of right off the bat, is he's from Texas. And he should frickin' behave like a Texan. He should frickin' behave like a patriot. Anyway, so Crenshaw here is 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 talking about oh it's, you you it it's very telling if you vote with a bunch of Democrats all the time. Well, let's talk about voting with Democrats, shall we, Dan? Let's talk about that, scumbag Dan. See, scumbag Dan, uh, turns out that McCarthy and you and all of your rhino Diablo piece of crap garbage buddies have been working with the Democrats. You've been working with the Democrats and voting with the Democrats to get that CR passed that McCarthy promised he would not do. He promised he would not have any more CRs and that he wouldn't work with the Democrats for these CRs, but that's what he's doing. Now, the reason that scumbag Dan is doing it and that he's complaining is because his little personal rice bowl that he's getting money from is Ukraine. And so he wanted 
this money. And, and this CR bill was, was all about, oh, it's about the defense, and we're trying to fund the defense. And if you oppose this, then you oppose defense. It was defense that was filled with all kinds of pork to include, I am quite certain, more funding for that BS war in Ukraine so that that money could go over to Ukraine so that Zelensky could buy himself some more houses and buy himself a retirement plan because Zelensky is fixing to get ousted. See, if he, he knows that if he allows free elections in Ukraine, he's going to get ousted. And he's already bought like five or six other homes, including a villa in uh, Italy, most of the homes, if not all of them, it is my understanding, are outside of Ukraine. Wonder why that's the case. Well, it's because he knows that he's going to get busted out. And so, one way or the other, he's going to leave. And he's going to live somewhere else in exile. But I digress. A lot of that money, too, gets funneled through some NGOs and right back into the campaign coffers of all of these uh, scumbag rhinos and, of course, scumbag Democrats. So that's what Crenshaw is concerned about. He's concerned about the bottom line of his money that will be affected if uh, Ukraine doesn't continue to get funded. And I'm sure there are some other things as well. But Dan, you scumbag piece of garbage, you've got no business talking about, oh, well, those Republicans voted with a bunch of you vote with Democrats all the time, or even worse. What alerted me to you was a big vote that occurred a couple of years ago, a few years back, a big vote that only passed because you and a few other select Republicans just happened not to be there for the vote. You were conveniently missing for the vote. And it was a very important vote, Dan. I don't remember what it was, but I remember it was very important. And if you and those other rhinos had been there, then it could have been defeated. The Democrats could have been defeated, but that's not what you want. That's not what you want. You want the Democrats to get their way. Because if the Democrats get their way, you get your way, Dan. You're getting enriched the same way they are because you're playing for the same doggone team. So, Dan, I'm glad that your side lost. But more to the point, Dan, Lindsay, Newt, and all the rest of you scumbag rhinos, you should take this as notice that we the people are now watching. Honestly, folks, again, I did not expect this vote to happen this way. I did not expect this to go down this way. I was cautiously pessimistic, as I have been for quite some time, cautiously pessimistic about the future of Washington, D.C. and the nation. Now, I gotta say, the hurricane that I watch, the hurricane that I've been watching, has taken a very distinct turn to starboard. 
and with it, my opinion. So I am now cautiously optimistic. That being said, there's one more thing that we need to discuss, and that is who is going to be the next speaker. Now, uh, this could be a really long talk. I know Matt Gates doesn't want it. Jim Jordan says that he doesn't want it. I've heard the name Steve Scalise floated, but there is one name that has been trending very bigly on X, and that is Donald J. Trump. For those of you who do not know, you do not have to be an elected member of the House to be Speaker of the House. The Speaker can be anybody who is elected to that position. And Donald J. Trump could be, theoretically, the Speaker of the House if elected by the majority of the members there. Now, I am not a superstitious person person as a Christian. I am not a superstitious person. However, I am a sailor and a nurse and uh, a baseball fan. So, I said previously that there is no way that this vote is going to result in the ouster of Kevin McCarthy. And it did. So, I am absolutely here going to state 100% that there is no way that Donald Trump will be voted in as Speaker of the House. If, however, he is, something that was pointed out by one of the folks who I follow uh, very regularly on uh, Rumble is Dr. Steve Turley. And Dr. Steve Turley stated that if Trump became Speaker of the House, that would give him subpoena power. I stated in the previous episode that a, a strong Speaker of the House can easily become more powerful than a sitting President of the United States. I cannot think of anybody who would be a stronger Speaker of the House than Donald Trump. I personally would rather have Donald Trump as Speaker of the House than I would have him as President, quite honestly. Although there are some things that he could do as President that need to be done that could not easily be done from the Speakership. I still would love, would love to see Donald Trump as Speaker for the next couple of years until he's elected president. Either way. Um, one of the things that needs to be done, and, and, and it drives me bonkers, it drives me absolutely batty, how the Republicans, uh, the rhinos especially, are out there going, oh, we could never do that. We couldn't get away with that. We just can't, 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 can't. Can't is not a word in my vocabulary, folks. I do not say can't. I tell my boys this. I tell my kids this all the time. We do not say can't. Okay, We say, how can I? 
How can we? And that's what Republicans have to start doing. They have to grow a pair, reach down and grab them, and start acting like real warriors and start representing the people of the United States the way that we want to be represented and start doing what we want them to do. And the first thing, the first thing that needs to be done is that this government, so-called government, this cartel, needs to be shut down. Shut down. 100%. Funding needs to be cut completely for Ukraine. And, and every single dime that has been spent on Ukraine needs to be audited. And wherever fraud is indicated, wherever money laundering is indicated, wherever potential criminal activity is indicated, it needs to be actually investigated by the House. The DOJ needs to be defunded and or the salaries of individual employees of the DOJ, like, say, oh, I don't know, the Attorney General, need to be reduced to a dollar a year. But the FBI, 100% needs to be defunded. IRS, defunded. ATF, defunded. As a matter of fact, defund everybody except for the Secret Service and the Marshals. That's all. That's it. CIA, defunded. NSA, defunded. You know why? And because people are going to be out there howling. They're like, oh, no, we can't do that because that would leave us defenseless again. Defenseless against who? The FBI, CIA, all of these three-letter agencies were politically weaponized under Obama, maybe even before him, actually. No, they... Technically, the, the, this was, this, uh, the groundwork for this was laid by Bush and Cheney so that they were weaponized not against uh, our enemies, the enemies of the United States, no, 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 but against the enemies of the government. And the enemies of the government, ladies and gentlemen, are we, the people of the United States. So, yes, absolutely, 100%. Cut them off. All of this, there's so much spending that is being done and it needs to be shut down. The printing of money, like it's going out of style, shut down. They could do this from the House of Representatives. A strong speaker could do this from the House of Representatives. Doesn't have to be Trump. Could be anybody with a pair of balls that, that, that just has the cojones to go out there and do what needs to be done. It could be done. We'll see. We will see if that happens. Another thing that needs to be done is actual investigations. Not political theater investigations, the kind of which we have been given lately, the kind of which we have been exposed to 
for a long time, actually, come to think of it. See, here's the deal. When you hold somebody in contempt of Congress, there's no there's no penalty for that. Okay? You, you can't go to jail for that. There's no actual penalty for that. However, like, like if somebody, let's say somebody decides that they are going to ignore a congressional subpoena. Uh, well, nothing, nothing necessarily is going to come of that. However, what a strong speaker could do what a strong chairman of a committee could do is walk outside, walk down the street, get a federal judge to sign a subpoena. And then that subpoena actually means something. And if somebody ignores that subpoena then they can be held in contempt of court. And there are criminal liabilities that can go along with that kind of thing. All of this, defunding the power of the purse, all of that, the, the actual investigation of crimes, all of that, could be done in the House of Representatives, has not been done in the House of Representatives. And to tell you, to tell you where the mindset of the Rhino Republicans actually has been, it's a, it's a, it was a teeny tiny story. Very few people saw it. Teeny tiny little story. And that teeny tiny little story is that the Speaker Pro Tem... Patrick McHenry has forced Nancy Pelosi to move out of the Speaker's office. That's right, folks. Despite the fact that the Republicans won and Kevin McCarthy became Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi still occupied the Speaker's office. Why is that? Why didn't Kevin McCarthy insist that she move out so that he could move in? Well, I'll tell you, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell you exactly why that is. It's because Kevin McCarthy knew that she was going to be getting back the Speaker's gavel the next election cycle. And how did he know that? Well, he knew that because that was his intention. That was the intention of the rhinos. You see, as I have said many, many times before, the purpose of the Republicans in Washington, D.C. is such that they are supposed to be a political pressure relief valve. When the people get pissed off enough at the Democrats at what they are doing, pushing so hard to the left, well, they elect Republicans. And the Republicans go, oh, yes, we're going to solve stuff and we're going to, oh, we're going to stand up to those darn Democrats and you'll see. Mm -hmm. And then when they get in, they end up talking a good game, but giving the Democrats everything they want. And so what happens? We vote them out and the Democrats get into power again. 
So either way, we're moving in the same direction. It's just a question of speed. Well, again, it was the intention of Kevin McCarthy that the Republicans lose the House of Representatives so that Nancy Pelosi could once again become Speaker. You think I'm kidding about this. However, consider that it was also Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell who worked very, very hard over the last election cycle to make sure that MAGA Republican candidates lost and did not make it to Congress. They do not want us represented in Congress. So, folks, they don't have a loser mentality, necessarily. They have a complicit mentality. However, like I said, it looks like things are changing because the Speaker Pro Tem, Mr. Patrick McHenry, has insisted that Nancy Pelosi vacate the Speaker's office. Let's just see who the next Speaker is actually going to be. Thank you all for watching. If you like what you heard and or saw, please hit the like and subscribe button down below if they are there. You can catch my podcast anywhere you can get podcasts. That's the Doc Bryant Show. I am currently working, uh, I'm, I'm reworking the format there, so bear with me uh, with regards to that. You can get my videos on Rumble, BitChute, and Odyssey, but not YouTube. And again, you can get my uh, podcasts anywhere you can get podcasts except Apple. And I'm on TikTok too, but uh, because of that last video that I made regarding what I expected to come out of the McCarthy vote, uh, they censored me and they took it down. And the reason that they took it down, and I'm not kidding, is because they said the sounds on the video violated their community standards. I don't know what sounds they're talking about because the only sounds on that video are my voice. So, uh, and, and there wasn't a whole lot of cussing or anything like that on there. And compared to some of the other TikTok channels that have lots and lots of cussing, I don't know what they were upset about except for the fact that I was uh, criticizing Rhino, Diablo, Republican, cartel scumbags. So, obviously, this particular video cannot go on TikTok. I'm going to have to record a completely separate video for that. But I'm on TikTok. Uh, although it will be very limited, uh, I think, from now on, because they're, they're on to me and they're, they're uh, kind of censoring me a little bit more and more, but they're watching me now. So anyway, if you want to see the real content, it's on Rumble, BitChute, and Odyssey, and it will be uh, on my podcast. My podcast is going to be uh, a little bit more of a news of the day rundown kind of thing. Um, and I'm going to try to make it a daily type of event, if at all possible. I'm going to work on that. Anyway, once again, thank you all very much for listening and share this out there. Share this video out there. Share my podcast out there. Let your friends and family know. Please share this out there. I will talk to you all later.